The Class 3A state championship football game this afternoon will air on KSOM. Harlan takes on Mount Vernon for the top prize in Class 3A. Cyclones have won 11 in a row. Mount Vernon, dating back to last year, has won 15 straight. Harlan seeking their 14th championship in school history. Mount Vernon going for their fourth. They haven't earned the top prize since 1994. Harlan was in the winner's circle last year. Mustangs and Cyclones for a 1 p.m. kick on 96.5 KSOM. That'll be followed by Van Meter in Class 1A. The Bulldogs ranked number two in the state, opposed fourth-rated West Sioux. Both teams are 11-1. and one. Van Meter in their fourth straight state championship game. Runner-up in 19-20, and 20, and they are the defending state champions, beating... West Sioux a year ago, 17-14 to 14 in the finals. That matchup starts at 4 p.m. Then at 7.30, 5A title game, Valley West Des Moines to oppose number three, Southeast Polk in a regular season rematch. The Rams won when they met earlier this year. Valley's a five-time state champ and four-time runner-up. Southeast Polk made their fourth state title game appearance and third straight runners-up in 2020. And Southeast Polk is the defending Class 5A state football champion. Six of Nottaway Valley's eight boys' basketball wins last season came in the month of January, and now the Wolverines will be looking to carry over some momentum into year two of the Jeremy Blake era. Boston DeVault and Avery Philippi, two of the key stars back for the Wolverines. You know, Avery in, in Boston, so Avery Philippi and Boston DeVault will be a huge part of everything that we're doing. Two guys that were all conference last year for us, um, leading, leading scorers. Um, our two top two leading scorers from last year, um, and Avery was our leading rebounder. Um, Boston was our leading assist guy. Um, so those guys are going to get a lot of attention, um, and rightfully so. Um, but what I've been really impressed with with those guys early on in practice is getting their other teammates involved. Dawson Nelson comes back after seeing major minutes as a sophomore. He's really progressed really well. Um, so far in our practices and everything. So I, I know he's going to have a really great year for us this year as well. Um, we got Doug Berg out. Um, he didn't come out last year. Um, we're really, really excited to have him out there. Uh, another great athlete, another good leader that's been out there for us. It's been really great for all those things. Um, so he's been, been a huge um, get for us to have him back out this year. Um, and he's fitting right in right away. Paul Berg, Blake Lund, Mason Wilson, some of the other returning players from a year ago. They'll scrimmage against Creston on Saturday and have the Exira EHK Jamboree coming up next week. Audubon Girls Basketball has a pair of four-year varsity regulars to replace from last season's squad. The Wheelers have won at least 15 games in three straight years, but they'll have to find a way to replace stars J.C. Christensen and Aaliyah Hermanson. Well, we are working on a lot. Um, we are really working on a lot of fundamentals. Uh, you know, we lost a lot of uh, points and rebounds from last year's team, and we're kind of starting brand new, and um, we are kind of slowly getting into it and working on fundamentals. Head coach Darren Miller brings back just one starter, but they do have some experience. Well, we have four seniors who um, got quite a bit of time last year, so we, you know, that's going to be helpful for us. That's Audrey Jensen, uh, Maddie Steckler, Ian Albertson and Riley Britton. So, uh, you know, those four um, played quite a bit last year and, and um, have been in the varsity level. So, they, you know, they're going to be have to be good leaders for us and provide a lot of our scoring and uh, ball handling skills for us. And then we have just one sophomore out of Liz Castro who didn't, you know, didn't play much varsity at all. Then we have four uh, freshmen out. So that's the makeup of our team. We have nine out total and 
we got an interesting squad with some veterans and some newcomers. The newcomers do have some promise. Carlo Miller was out, and Anna Larson and Kate Spore and Evelyn Gomez are out. Um, those freshmen have a lot of a lot of potential. Um, Forrest played quite a bit of uh, club ball, and then uh, Harlow brings some size to the team. So you know, we kind of gives us a good a good mix of players. <laughs> with our um, returning seniors, we know we got some good guard play and some post play defensively. I think that can help us, you know, on the defensive side. So, you know, we got some good shooters that'll help us with Audrey and Maddie and Sienna, and, and then we got some post play too. The Wheelers will have a scrimmage against Glidden Ralston next week, and then their first official game is Monday, November 28th against Coon Rapids Bayard. Grundy Center hoists the biggest trophy in Class A with a state title yesterday over West Hancock in the Class A championship game, 27 to nothing. Three years in a row, they had finished as the runner-up, and now they end up winning the state title, their first since 1988. In Class 4A last night, a lot of points on the board, more for Xavier than for Lewis Central. 45-38, the Saints win the championship, avenging their loss to LC in the finals from last year. Braylon Camrad completed 19 of 36 passes for 257 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Jonathan Humpel had 20 carries for 136 yards, along with eight catches for 104 yards, two scores, and a kickoff return for a touchdown. But the Titans were unable to keep the pace with Xavier, which got 170 yards rushing from Michael Cunningham on 25 carries, and Ronan Thomas did most of his damage through the air in the first half. Ultimately completed 10 of 12 for 135 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. Cedar Rapids' Xavier 45-38 to over Lewis Central, handing the Titans their first loss since midway through last season. I'm Bennett Blake with Sports.